Yes, sir, we promised you a great main event here tonight. Thank you for listening to Cheap Heat again. Today's show is going to be all about WrestleMania, of course. And in addition to talking about WrestleMania, uh, we have a lot of other things to do, including the first Raw after WrestleMania, uh, the repugnery of Chris Jericho on commentary, and so much more. We're also doing the show live on Instagram Live today. And while you're here, I want to remind you of all the other great podcasts being done by ESPN, including Adam Schefter. As we get ready for the draft, who better listen to? Um, Adam Schefter's pod is amazing. If you want to keep your sanity, check out the ESPN podcast library, and particularly particularly Shefty as he gets you ready for the draft. Wherever you can find podcasts, of course. Oh, I'm sorry. And welcome aboard to Cheap Heat. Um, and we are live on IG Live today, um, which is going to be a slightly different experience. Uh, I don't know if we've done, SUG and I have done a full uh, version together, but we're going to. Happy Passover to all the Jewish folks out there, certainly. Bear the dog is in the house right now. And um, I hope everyone is having a good post-WrestleMania week. Um, and I'll tell you what, I finally had the first realization that WrestleMania is not happening again this weekend. And it was very disappointing. Um, I was like, wait, what am I doing this weekend? Am I not going to be able to get together with my friends on Zoom? Hold on. Um, and it really, it legitimately bummed me out. I was thinking like, should we just do a watch along this weekend anyway? And I'm going to actually suggest this to Greg um, and speak of the devil, and he shall eventually arrive. There he is. Ash- Yo. Hey, SGG. How you doing? What's going on, P? <sighs> yeah, I, I was just telling the audience, it finally dawned on me that there's no WrestleMania this weekend. What, what are we doing? I know. I, what, I, I don't know. I feel like we need more. Like, I, I'm not ready to have nothing to do. Like, I was, I was joking around with you guys earlier. No, I was talking to Dipperstein, I guess outside the group chat and I was giving um a hard time to shoemaker for not showing up. And I was like Yeah, he, he missed out on a good a good weekend of um well, and that's of wrestling. What, that's why I ended up annoyed is that I was like, okay, yes I know it's Shoemaker's personality to do nothing and just literally the excuse he gave us, which may end up on a T shirt one day. Can we tell the people? <laughs> this was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So there was a group chat um, I sent, no, I think I sent out the times, like I, I sent the official information for mm-hmm. how we're going to go on, um, Zoom. And so I sent the Zoom information and Shoemaker's response was, I'm on a walk. Yeah. He said, I can't right now. I'm going for a walk. But I sent this information like an hour before the kickoff show. So, yeah, for WrestleMania. So, like, is, wait, but you still have four hours. you still have hours to get there. Um, anyways, and the reason I was actually annoyed with Shoemaker for missing it is that on a year that was uh, uh, very strange and different to say the least, we actually had a great time. Like, it turned out to be really fun. It um, did, and you know, some people in my position would say that they hate to say I told you so, but I, I don't. I, I love no, it. you. Love to say I told yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, hold on. Before we go yeah. any further, SUG. And you get into your your um, celebrating. I want to give a shout out to my friends of, at Roots of Fight, who sent me that Ooh. that Hart family, you know that Hart family hoodie. Did they send you two? They did not. And this one would only be half an SGG because this is snug a Jace on me. 
It's a beautiful garment and, still. And I know, and then the Tyson sweats. Oh my god. So shout out to Roots of Fight. Um go check them out. If you're looking for some comfy but dope clothes to wear right now, Did they bless us with a promo code, anything? You know what? I'm gonna see if I can get us a cheap heat promo code. I like Give what you're talking about. Code. I got yeah. you. I mean, I'll probably send you a stash. Give us the promo code, please. I got you, SGG. <laughs> Maybe I can get one for the people. Anyways, okay, I'll let you take your victory lap as you see it right now about WrestleMania, and of course, you will go from a rightful celebration to taking it one notch too far. But I'm I'm here. I mean, it's the shoot arrow. Welcome to I the mean, shoot listen, arrow, baby. Listen, I didn't even say it was going to be great, right? I just said, let's see what happens. They always over deliver in situations like this, and then they did again on not one but both nights. You know, Dipperstein predicted that the sky was falling, that they need to shut it down, and they need to regroup. That 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 everything is going to be this going to be an all time worst WrestleMania. I saw people saying this was going to be a bottom three WrestleMania, and it absolutely was not by no stretch. Even if you judge it by just the worst of the card, it would not have hit uh, bottom three WrestleMania. Agreed. Now, I'm not going to go so far as saying it was like a top five. You did you did on your social the night of when you were geeked say top ten. Which might I be did strong. say top ten. No, top ten. It's definitely top ten. It's not definitely top ten. It's not it's definitely, definitely top ten. On, it's definitely. So you want to? You're sure you want to go with definitely top I'm ten? Pretty, it, it might be like ten. It might be ten. It's it's top ten. Well, I'm glad you sure. mentioned ten because ten is better. Ten is better. Ten is better. Uh, three is clearly better. Yep. Thirty uh, is better. Thirty is better. I, I don't know about you, but I believe four is better. I love four. Yeah, no, four, the tournament? Four, yeah, the four. I love four, the tournament. Yeah. Four is made. Four is better. What about five? Eh, it, it gets shaky after five. Then it becomes like these one-match shows after five for a while. Um, like, 13 is is a one-match show. Um, 14's better. 14 is better, yeah. Uh, I mean, 17 and 19, better. Better. 18, uh, better. Hogan yeah. Rock, Ho- Hogan Rock. I'm sorry, you you got to give Hogan Rock the. That's the, one match, but but that's the card one is match. still the card is still solid. Uh, Jericho Triple H, it, that's a solid card. I'm I'm Jericho I'm, Triple H was. Uh, I know you. I know, I know you don't could've care about crowd, Greg, but crowd alone takes that show to being a top ten. That that was a. Well, that's the other thing too, right? They did this with no crowd, so I mean. Yeah, but you're 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 you're. And by, in my opinion, you're doing what you always do, which is going the other way. Dip- so you think this wasn't top ten? I think it's way too soon to tell, but it wasn't that good. You you are standing on the mountain because on, hold on because the boneyard match and the, and the Firefly Funhouse match were so good. You're elevating it to top ten, and hold Re- on, this- and Rhea Charlotte was great. But, Rhea Charlotte was great, but you're elevating was good. Ed Jordan was good, but many KL people- Seth Rollins was good to great. I agree. Like right on the edge of great. Yep. I don't know so, if that's I mean, enough to on. instantaneously put that in the top 10 out of 36. This isn't the 20th anymore. They're 36. Let's think about some that just go right out of the right out there, though, right? 9 is out. 11 is out. 9 and 11 are out confirmed. 12 is out. 13 is out. You know what I mean? But, 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 but 7 is out. But you're saying that right away during the, the – the basking in the glory of what it was this week and the fact that on the week of it completely exceeded expectations. Well, yeah, you, listen, you make a great point. You make a great you, point, you, right? I, you're, you were wherever, right. It was Wherever better. you put it, wherever you rank it, I still get it. I told you so. Like, still. Yeah, I just think you then – an apology. I, I, think, I think you're right. I think you're still deserved, and I told you so. I think what makes you Stephen A. Greg is then you go the next step and go, this is a guaranteed top ten wrestler. Let's as, just, is, as is my right. As is your – As is my right well, it as is your, the person who is but, right. And I, I will be here historically when years pass to go, hey, remember when you said it was top ten? Looking at it now is more like 18. Like I, I, I will be there. Well, yeah, remember. After, after the like, L. A. is going to blow it out of the water. Just if, in terms of how special it is already, the crowd. But, back but in Dip the... was Dip was wrong in the first place. Dip Dip was obsessed with the crowd part of it, which I'm not saying you don't have the right to care about that. We all have the right to care that there's no crowd. But if you make it about the crowd every single night, well, then guess what? You're going to be disappointed every right. single night. And the truth is, you know, the Boneyard match. The um, Firefly Funhouse, Rhea, Charlotte, Ketz, uh, uh, Seth KO, um, the tag match, which turned out to be surprisingly good. Otis Dolph turned out to be fun. Otis Dolph, yeah. 
Um, the truth is, it, um, someone did point out, you skipped over 21. 21 was damn good. I love 21. Oh, and 20 was fire too. Can we still talk about 20? Yeah. We can talk about most of 20. We can talk about most of 20. I'll talk about, I'm not you. I'll talk about all of 20. It was all fire. The main event was fire too. We talk about most of 20. Yeah. You know what? You know why you're full of it, SGG? Because I bet you would still go back. If I was to bring up an episode of the Cosby show, would you say, oh, I can't even mention the Cosby show? No, I don't watch the Cosby show. But do you, do you say that it didn't exist? I mean, it's not, we're not talking about murder though. Double murder, suicide. I mean, for, true. Like, but, but drug is still here but, for us to drag him to his face. But, but at the same time, <laughs> um, putting people to sleep so they couldn't move and had their eyes open, murder a Jace. It is. <laughs> murder a Jace. It is. Um, it and, is. But my point is, yeah, I actually don't talk about 20. 20 is great. 20 was dope because they went back inside. I thought that was very cool. And, yeah. and, and the, generally the card was solid all, all up and down. The Rock came back for the little fun match with McFoley. 21, I loved, I loved big time. You know what I'm saying? I was a big fan of of going Hollywood, which we will do again next year. But um, I can't I, wait for that. It turned out good, man. It turned out to be, and I really do think it benefited from the fact that people like Dip lowered the expectations so badly. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened because I mean, the bar they set the bar so low that they had no choice but to hurdle over it. And I think that's exactly what happened. So, what was your favorite match? Oh man, I really enjoyed the Firefly Funhouse match. Um. As a, I enjoyed both the cinematic experiences, if you could say that. Yep. You take those out of the way, then I, I got to go Rhea Charlotte. Like that was a real good opener. I felt like they just continued the momentum from the first night and then kept it going throughout the second night with that as an opener. Rhea Charlotte was damn good, man. That was Rhea really delivered. That was a that was a big moment for her, and she completely stepped up and delivered. Yeah. Um. I agree. Oh, do you did you enjoy Firefly Funhouse more? By the way, someone just wrote Gary just wrote Firefly Funhouse was dumb. It was for kids. That was for kids. Yeah, it was terrifying, and kids. It was a scene of retrospective. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, how was that? For and not kids? only that, it not only was it for kids. It had so many inside jokes. You think the kids were popping? You think the kids were popping for the Saturday Night's Main Event music with the original music and the that the was it. By banner? the way, once the Saturday Night's Main Event logo and music came on, yeah, that was it. I lost my uh, mind. I, I good night and good luck. I love this. This was amazing. And uh, listen, I've never seen people more split though. SGG, I'm even seeing it in our chat right now because we're live on IG. There are people saying how much they loved it. And there are kids and there are people following up saying they hated it and they didn't get it. And then you have people going, it was more of a segment than a match. Of course it was. It wasn't, yeah. even, it wasn't even close to a match. <laughs> you think anyone's going to argue that's a five-star match? We're not talking about that. But that's – who cares about a five-star match? I'm talking yeah. about where did you go? Were you go? sports entertained? Were you sports entertained? Yeah. Were you not yes. sports entertained? That, exactly. <laughs> we were all sports entertained. We we went away for a minute. And, and the fact that Cena was so open I mean, about his failures – Going as far as using the Nikki Bella music. Yeah. I mean, they did everything. Everything. I, I really thought it delivered and I was so psyched after the Boneyard match. I really didn't think they could do any better the next day. I did not think the Firefly Funhouse and I heard good things, but it exceeded. And someone asked, did anyone here really not like Firefly Funhouse? I saw at least two or three comments from people who didn't like it. And on Twitter, I saw more. Um, when I put up you know, something about how much I loved it. People saying they didn't like it. And to me, I, I don't get it, SGG. Unless I don't were, get it either. If, maybe they were just expecting a straight-up wrestling match. But is that really what you thought would be great? Like, did you think John having just a straight-up, go-ahead, straightforward wrestling match, that was going to be the iconic moment? I, I don't know how people would think that. Yeah, and I don't think that's what, what they set us up for, right? They they Bray touched on the history going into it. John Cena touched on his history, Bray's history going into it. So they they sort of built us up for this thing that, you know, put them on a collision course. And here they are in the Firefly Funhouse. Just from what we know about the Firefly Funhouse is that it's this weird place that nobody really understands. Uh, Seth Rollins was able to walk into it one day and burn it down. I don't know how he did that. Maybe, yeah, well, you I know. Was, I was upset well, about that at the that, time, if you That might call. not be canon, <laughs> you know, but, yeah. but what we know about the Firefly Funhouse is that it's not a place that you can understand or that you can like explain to other people. So it was guaranteed to be weird like this. And by the way, um, shout out to SGG 
because we hear sirens in the background. That means it's officially an episode. Welcome to the and shoot, Arrow, shout baby. out to Kaz, who's in the who's in the room right now. Uh, I just Yo. saw him say that Jim Cornette needs to go sit on a cactus. Did Cornette do something else? Or is, this, is that <laughs> he must, general? He must have said something about the other five five fun house. Oh, did Cornette say something? Did Cornette... possibly? I don't. I don't know. Oh, Kaz, let us know if that's if that's true, because I would love to hear what Cornette would have to say. After we already had to watch this week, did you watch the Brawl for All uh, Vice episode? I did not. I did not. It's just it was it's just funny watching the back and forth. They obviously did that episode. I figured out very quickly why they did that episode. It was just to have an episode where Vince Russo and Jim Cornette could talk trash about each other back and forth the whole episode again. Yo, that that was the that was my favorite part of the Screwjob episode. They well, guess what? <laughs> Russo and Cornette going back. Guess and what? Forth. You will enjoy Brawl for All. I will say this about Brawl for All. Brawl for All. It it gave me information about that that I didn't realize. Um, I did learn things on it that I didn't know, but the main purpose. So, what's your it, biggest takeaway from that that episode? Um, I mean, listen, it's nothing shocking. Well, oh well, two things. One, Russo just completely villainizes JBL. It's that the whole thing happened because he hated JBL, and he wanted to see JBL get knocked out. So, as a result, he created the brawl for all, and Vince went for it. And then as a result, superstars were just dropping like flies and getting injured one after another, seriously. I didn't ever really do the knowledge and spend time thinking about, you know, how much they decided to invest in Dr. Death Steve Williams and that it all went out the window with the brawl for all. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize that, that it was the injury that he like tore everything, like he was completely destroyed from the brawl for all. So it's, it's worth, SGG. You're sitting in the house on quarantine. How are you not watching wrestling documentaries that come up on new television? How are you like now? What what terrible have, reality show are you watching with your fiance? What what forty day fiance? By, by terrible, by, we're gonna put terrible in air quotes. Yeah, yeah, we will. Go terrible. ahead. Terrible. What were you? But what New were you York, watching Wednesday night? We got New York Housewives. We got Married at First Sight. Ninety Day Fiance. There's like six versions of 90 Day Fiance going off right there. Are, are you really watching multiple 90 Day Fiances? Yeah, because you got see you got the 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days about the couples that are currently hooking up, contemplating doing it. Then you got 90 Day Fiance proper, which is they're in it. They got 90 days to get married. Then you got I, uh, we, why are you doing this? We, we don't need no. We don't need to do this. We don't. What need to, now? Which no. is the couples? Are you see, like, after they broke up? You know, you should. This this actually invalidates. Like, I would now never be able to send you as a representative to the world of why wrestling's great because they'd be like, "What other kind of content do you consume?" No, it's like, all like the trashy oh. reality. I rarely, I, I rarely look down my nose at TV. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm down for one every blue moon. But my God, man! No, this stuff is entertaining. Do you man. know how it's much great. good stuff there is on pay TV right now? Did you finish Ozark? I didn't even start Ozark. Like, like, like yo, you're trash, B. You're what's Ozark. wrong with America, yo. <laughs> you're what's wrong with our <laughs> me? country. Yeah, me? Well, you're in the same. Listen, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you right now, SGG. Yeah, you are. In a, you. It's not you. But you're in a category of people you don't want to be in. The people at the party, the people at the party who are like, hey, in the diagram, here are the people who watch Ozark. Mm -hmm. Here are the people who watch all four versions of 90 Day Fiance. You don't want to be on your side of the party. You want to be over here. I'm a centrist, okay? I watch, I watch Luther. I've consumed every episode of This Is Us, okay? I get, I get my, I got my dramas. I got my comedies. I got my trash reality. What about good though? What about just good? Really good. Curb. Every episode of Curb. All right, I mean, Curb is a start, but I, Luther. I, you don't know about Luther? I honestly, I thought Luther was overrated. What? And by the way, now I know it is because you like it. So now I know <laughs> it's oh. it's what I like. Everyone oh. acted like Luther was some like deeper oh. cop show. It's How NCIS. It's NCIS with a British accent. It was. How dare you? That's absurd. I, I watched like three episodes and was like, I'm good. That is absurd. It was, absurd. but it's 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 not surprising you like it because you like network TV and Luther to me feels like network TV. It doesn't feel absurd. special at all to me. How dare you? Uh, How dare you? Do you watch one good pay show besides Curb? I like Insecure. Let's see what else I like. I watch a lot of chef shows too. I watch too much Food Network. The guy, guy, everything he does on Food Network, I watch it. We, we might have a, to. We might have to have a whole separate. We might have to have a whole separate. This is episode. a hurt people, hurt people moment. But I'm just gonna have to throw a shot at you now. What show? Go ahead. 
The Office is overrated. The Office got to the Office got to catch a shot. What is wrong with you? Why are you Stephen? Why are you Stephen A. Greg? Because why are you no? Because you disrespected my content. So now I have to disrespect your content. Why are you Stephen A. Greg? You had to go straight to the Office. I hate the Office. You and you know what? You hate the Office. No, I don't hate the Office. I take that back. Okay, you don't like it. You're not interested. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it's not. But you know what I do? I hate Friends. Friends can catch us straight too. I don't like. I'm not a Friends guy. You can take Friends. Yeah, okay, the good. Office is the worst take. You, I'm glad uh, we. Can, I'm glad we can meet in the middle on something. Friends. Friends. No, I'm just here. sad. I'm just sad because we are currently in the middle of a quarantine. There's nothing to do, and there was a documentary about the brawl for all. How do you not watch that? I told. I'm. I'm shaky on the Vice documentary. Even if you're shaky though, I'm shaky on it too. Like it's not great. Listen, they're not making masterpieces. It's not. It's not like you know the PBS show. It's not Ken Burns baseball or anything. But it's. It's. I'm saying, considering we're on quarantine, I. I think it's a worthwhile watch. The brawl for all I thought was interesting. Anyways, okay. We're never going to send you as representative <laughs> now to the to the conference as to why wrestling should exist. Um, Yo, shout out to the Bravo Housewives too. New York Housewives season just started. My friend is locked in. My friend is on it. I still didn't watch the episode. Terrible friend. Terrible friend. How did Leah do on that episode? She's doing good. She's doing great right now. I'm good. I'm glad. She's not the craziest housewife yet, so we'll, well see. She, she's not a house or a wife, so we'll see. We'll um, see. but I, I no, I do want to see her on that show. Um, so yeah, I do consider uh, Mania to be a big success. Um, what did you think about? Did you watch Raw on Monday though? First of all, seamless transition back to Mania. Loved it. Thank you. I did watch, very clean. I did watch Raw back on Monday, and I thought they, again, continued that momentum. Like, that Seth Rollins match, if you could call it that, it was more of a squash. Um, you know, Nia Jax returning. Can Apollo, I, Apollo Crews and Aleister Black. Yeah, that was, mean, that was a good match. Of everything this weekend, you know, except for the two cinematic experiences, obviously, they benefited the most from not having a crowd because you just got to think that a a they might not have been given that much time, and then b a crowd would not have appreciated that the way you can appreciate it, you know, watching at home and just them doing what they do at the highest level. Um, I was happy to see Nia back. Um, I don't know if I love the start of the show. Um. With the Street Profits and Bianca Belair and, um, yeah, like, no, well, eventually when it when it event was when it eventually got to the Bianca Belair part, it was cool. But guess what? That was the same way she appeared at Mania. Yeah, we we had just experienced that. So to me, I would have actually rather just been. They were eventually setting up for her and Zelina to get in the match. To me, then I would have rather have just started the show with Bianca Belair's music. Yeah, same. Especially when Zelina coming out in ring gear sort of tipped the hand of where they were going to go with it. She's never in ring gear. I didn't even notice. That's a very good point. I didn't notice that, but I could see how that would tip someone's hand. She's out in ring gear, so I mean. Um, also, another thing I didn't understand about Raw this week. Why did they say that um, Drew McIntyre had a second match after WrestleMania against the Big Show? Why didn't the Big Show just come out on Monday? You know, I, d- I don't know. Because it, it ended up feeling like that anyway. It all looks the same. Yeah, So exactly. So you don't know when you're watching it, if if you looked away for a second, you'd be like, oh, Big Show has a match on Monday Night Raw with Drew McIntyre. No, this happened last night after WrestleMania. What? I just didn't understand yeah. what that meant, really. And then, you know, the confusing thing is, so now, like, was it technically a WrestleMania match? No, because WrestleMania went off the air, but then the argument could be made because everything in the arena says WrestleMania. Was it a Raw match because it aired on Raw? Like, it, I, I didn't get any of it. Why is Drew McIntyre going back out to the ring 20 minutes later? To, I, I didn't understand why it wasn't anything? just... But why not just say... So someone wrote, to make Drew look strong after beating Brock Lesnar. Okay, I get that. But my beating point, Brock Lesnar made him look strong. Exactly. All he had to do was come out and have a celebration. Everybody and, beat up the Big Show. 
And yeah, that's a good point too. But if during his celebration, Big Show came out, and okay, but why say it was a match yesterday? When in the world would they ever have a match after WrestleMania went off the air? Right. So they had a know, dark match for Mania with no exactly. crowd. It was a it was a double dark match. It just that doesn't make sense. Because <laughs> right. yeah, if the crowd was there, would that have happened? Of course not. After like, after the confetti came down and he celebrated his big title win, he well is the big show. What? Like he's not coming back to the ring to do uh, anything after the crowd is gone. It's it was so that listen, is it the end of the world? No. But it is what it is. Now, was there any difference also between Okay, if you, Greg, if you wanted to take a, a shot at WrestleMania, we both agreed WrestleMania exceeded expectations. Um, the Boneyard match was perfect use of The Undertaker. Firefly yep. Funhouse was the best Cena thing in years. It was just awesome. Um, Rhea and Charlotte tore the house down. There were a lot of surprises that were great. If I were to point out a theme that I did not like from WrestleMania, it would be both championship matches. Um, Braun... Goldberg and Drew Brock. While we knew certainly that the Braun Goldberg match was not going to be anything special, I mean, literally, just basically, it was it was like two moves on repeat. Yeah, like they could have tried. Maybe maybe they get outside the ring. You know, some something where there's a little bit of something. It literally felt almost like a squash. Um, I just. I don't know. Why not give that five more minutes, SGG? So, I mean, in defense of Braun Goldberg, well, one, I don't think Braun Goldberg could have gone five more minutes. I think they hit the exact threshold that they could get out of both of those guys together. Maybe with different opponents, you can get something more out of each guy. But uh, together, that was what they were going to get. That was, like, the best they were going to get. And I think, you know, with Braun Goldberg specifically, Goldberg was ready for a different guy. Like that was supposed to be a completely different match. And I think you think you have to think that Roman um, could have done more with Goldberg. Uh, could have been different. Could have been better. Possibly, uh, we don't know. But, but that then, match but was then, completely different with I, Roman Reigns. I feel like that story could have been told, though, right? Like you know, he he thinks he's getting Roman, so he does something that would have worked with Roman, but instead it totally fails against Braun. You know, tell that yeah. story a little bit. They basically just did their most, the, the only move set they could pull off. I mean, listen, I hear you. It just seemed like we knew that. Well, we knew when Braun got the match, at least I did. I was pretty confident Braun was going to win the title. I just feel like there could have been a little bit more work done uh, to tell that story. And and what did you think about Drew, the Drew match? Yeah, I mean, same critique as the, as the Braun Goldberg match. I think they could have gone a little bit longer, but in terms of, Making Drew, you know, kicking out of those F5s at one, you know, what is it? I think it was like four F5s he kicked out of. The first one he kicked out at one, and then the other two he kicked out at two, but it doesn't matter because none of them did the job. And then, you know, hitting his claymore and getting the win, you know, it, it built Drew up. I think Drew and Brock could have actually wrestled a little bit more. Those guys can both wrestle, but, but yeah, the two championship matches hit the same note. I, I have to agree. So, so why though? Like, um, Drew Brock was Sunday. Yes. The one criticism one criticism everyone appears to agree on about Randy and Edge is that it was too long. Um, I don't agree. Well, you're wrong. Um <laughs> they they went up on top of that bus SUG that 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 trailer and stayed up there for another 15 minutes, yo. It was they it was too long. They just didn't need that much time. It was why not take 10 minutes from there? Now listen, the bottom line is Randy and Edge probably wanted the time, and they were probably given the time, and, and that's probably what they did with the time. But to me, you are you're not just being defensive. You think that match needed? It was the second longest match in WrestleMania history. I don't think it needed. I don't think anyone of any of them needed anything, right? But for the length of it, first of all, like you said, this is Edge's first match back. Yeah, they have they they built up the history. They built up all of it. I don't think. I don't think that match going long hurt it too much. I didn't mind the length of the match. I, I think uh, oh, I didn't. I mean, listen, that may be your opinion. In terms of public perception, it definitely hurt. Um, most people felt that the the very common opinion 
was that it was really long and it dragged in the middle. And or you know what, SGG, that extra ten minutes. Let's say you're going to keep it forty minutes. I would have liked that if they stayed in the ring for the first ten. You know what I mean? Maybe. Like, like yeah. it was in the same place for thirty minutes. They they were in the same area of the arena for like thirty minutes. Minutes. And by the way, I enjoyed it. Um, I I thought it was a good match. I really thought it was well done. Um, I just thought it was too long, and I thought, man, I would have taken those ten minutes and let Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar have a match. I don't see why. I, mean, listen, I don't see it, why it, that it had to be. Network. I don't think ten minutes was taken away from Drew and Brock. You know, it on the network. It was pre-taped. Shout out to Quest Love, by the way, with, with Drew and Brock. Quest Love, who I saw, the only thing I can say related to wrestling and Quest Love is on my way to WrestleMania, my first WrestleMania SGG in Orlando. I was at the airport, and who did I see? Questlove. Questlove. Also on his way to WrestleMania? No, I forget where uh, he was going. He probably remembers because he's crazy. I forget where he had a gig. And Dipperstein shows up. Wow, a real influx of Philly. Wow, Dipperstein. A, a real influx of Philly as Questlove and Dipperstein both <laughs> yeah. pop up at the same time. Two Philly legends. Um, Dipperstein says, let me in. I don't know how to let Dip in, though, when, Dip- we're, when we're doing it this way. Not without my apology. Oh, so you want you don't want? Are you saying SUG? Are you saying you don't want Dip on the podcast again until he apologizes? I am demanding my apology. This is like a this is like you forcing Dipperstein to join the Kiss My Ass Club. No, I didn't do this. Dip screw Dip. Wow. I would never <laughs> Dip screw Dip. Wow. He and, did it to himself. And Dipperstein basically said, okay, hold on, there's a special guest. There is a run-in that is going to happen, though. It's the, mas- yeah. it's the master of the hot dog chicken <laughs> yeah. showdown. Which is going to happen one of these days. Oh, Bear, relax. What, what noise is happening that you're so scared of? Why are your feet up in the air like this? Calm down. Well, do you have anything to say? You prefer the hot dog-, hot dog chicken challenge. He wants the hot dog chicken showdown. That's what he, that's what he cares about. Um, so people who don't know what we're talking about, Dipperstein basically claimed beyond a shadow of a doubt that WrestleMania would be awful, that it would just be the worst, and advised buried me in the process. Buried you, of course, called you a maniac, and you are a maniac at times. But then, yes. but then by the end, Dipperstein must admit it: the show was better than he expected. He, he even loved it. Enjoyed- we watched him love it. We watched him on Zoom enjoy that show. He did. And also, uh, Dipper Fiend is here saying, let me in. Wow, that's scary, by the way. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to the shoot, Arrow Baby. You know, maybe all's forgiven if you're going to go full Dipper Fiend on it. Now, Dipper Fiend, by the way, of course, is stuck at Dipperland Ranch. You know, which is better than most places to be. Oh, my gosh, Ted just showed up, too. It's lit in here right now. Is this the Zoom? This should have been the Zoom. Yo, this is basically the Zoom, guys. If Skyler shows Ted. up, if Skyler shows up, this is basically. No shoemaker. Yeah, no shoemaker, of course. <laughs> what sound? What sound do you hear? He's going crazy. He's here. Something's, something's going on. Um, Bear was just. I, someone said, "Where is Bear?" Fiend, Fiend Bear was just here two seconds ago. Now, SGG, let's talk about the most important thing of WrestleMania weekend. What did you think of the Dapper Dan Tux on Sunday? Ah, uh, beautiful. I mean, did you feel that Harlem representation? It it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. I I'm sort of glad that you didn't do what I suggested and and wait until WrestleMania Hollywood for it. Now nah, it was time. And yeah. by, and by the way, I'm I'm gonna flip it again one more time with a different look next year because I'm I'm getting something changed on it actually. So it will be different. Bye, Cast One. Cast One shows up, sees that it's wrestling, then leaves. Thank you. Appreciate you. I mean, he's real. He's real. <laughs> um. Now, how did you a lot, Greg? There were a lot of people upset that I didn't wear socks. Your thoughts? Like, was it no socks or just the no show socks? No, no. They're actually well. In this case, I just ordered no show socks, but in this case, it was physically actually no socks because I didn't have any no shows. But I was. I mean, it's the same deal. I don't. I mean, but no, that's not. They weren't worried about it being no show. They didn't like the look of the ankles. I believe that with a tux that. What's wrong with the ankles? With a tux that baller, you have to go full fashion mode ankle showing. I believe that's the only way to go. I agree. 
I mean, I don't know. I don't know what about your ankles turned them off. Maybe it was a you problem and not just a, ankles in general. Yeah, and when you're going loafers, you can go no socks. It's one thing if you're wearing tie-ups. I wasn't. I was wearing gorgeous Gucci loafers that required no socks. Yeah, I mean, take these full hairy ankles all up in your face. Bow. Is that what it was? I think you. I think you answered the question. <laughs> the people, but honestly, people were shocked. They literally didn't even. It's like people didn't even know that was a thing. And just to be, just to keep it real, that's, guys, that's absurd. That it's been absurd. a thing. The loafer no sock thing has been in now in this era for at least the last five years. It's at least yeah, been five that, years that people that's pulled absurd. that off. That they didn't know was a thing. They're lying. No, no, I think people are that unfashionable. They've never heard of that that's a thing. Doesn't Ricochet walk around with the loafers, no socks? I'm, not everyone's following Ricochet during his personal life, SGG. That's just you. I mean, he has to show up to the arena <laughs> at some point. Are, but not everyone's waiting there with a Ricochet sign besides you and your friends. Well, <laughs> you would think people... It was weird when I showed up to the arena and I heard someone chanting Rosenberg and I looked up and it was SGG just standing there with the sign. He had a bear, he had a hot dog chicken showdown sign. Yeah, I'm everywhere. Now, I want to say something very important to all the, the, the so-called wrestling fans out there. Yo, man, people crushed, people absolutely crushed Sam last week on, on social media, um, for his performance on NXT. Okay. And I thought Sam did a damn good job. Um, I do think he's naturally heelish. But people really acted like they really went off, right? Sam doesn't care. He like he thinks it's hilarious. But it annoyed me. Here's why it annoyed me, SUG. I flipped on AEW last night. Mm-hmm. Chris Jericho was doing commentary. Can you describe describe in a nutshell what my feelings on Chris Jericho's AEW run have been like? You loved it. It's it's been you've been pleasantly surprised. I don't even say you were surprised. He exceeded your expectations, but also the bar was very high. You expected him to go in and, and you know, achieve these lofty things in AEW. You expected him to be great. Um, you expected him to take the company on his back and, right. and fly them to the moon. And, I, and I've loved every bit of him. Every second. So let me he be could, clear. He could do no wrong. He could, guess what? He did wrong. He was so bad on commentary. And, and here's what made me realize why the smart wrestling fans are the worst. Because, because Jericho is over and everyone's into Jericho, I search Twitter and everyone's like, this is the best Jericho on commentary. It was savage on commentary adjacent. He never stopped talking. He, he left, he could not leave one second of air empty for the match to breathe. It was awful. It was painful. And that, by the way, guys, I'm not saying he couldn't be good at it. And I'm not saying this ruins anything about the brilliance he's had the last six months. I don't care. I'm pointing out the fraud that is wrestling fans who had the nerve to say that Sam was trash when Sam actually understood things like taking a breath, leaving a spot, saying a line, giving Tom room. Jericho was – it was a headache. He made Morrow seem relaxed and chill. And <laughs> he, I, t- he turned into the Chris Jericho show? Oh, it was, it was a running Chris Jericho one-man show. And listen – who was his partner on commentary? Or do Shivani. you remember? Oh, wow. He was running all over Shivani. All over him. And by the way, do it. Have a good time. But you fraud fans who have the nerve to act like it's good because you're just such stands for Jericho. Because, by the way, he's been brilliant, 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 brilliant. Then he did something that was definitively not brilliant, and no one was able to just be like, oh, maybe this isn't, isn't it. And did, someone said, you just put Sam over Jericho. Yeah. On commentary? Yeah. yeah easily. Big time. What? Easily. Who wouldn't? Easily Sam over Jericho on commentary. Duh. For sure. It wasn't good, guys. Guess guess who might know something about broadcasting? I, I, Broadcasters. I, I can't speak about anything in the world with any sort of knowledge, but I can speak about broadcasting. It's a. It, last night was a hard listen. Hard listen. Um, I need him back in the ring. Fighting with drones, okay? I want Chris Jericho. <laughs> Off the commentary table. Yes, just be Chris Jericho. Fake news. How are you saying that? It was bad, guys. What, what did people listen to? It was like last week's uh, SGG. If you have an opinion that's different, we're just l- wrong on everything, okay? 
Um, a couple of weeks ago, everyone was so everyone got mad at me because I'm a negative Nancy, and I admit I can be that way. I'm a bit of a contrarian by nature, and everyone was celebrating a a Jonte Austin Neo battle, and I was like, what? Okay, two R and B writers having a battle. I mean, I and I and I shaded it. Everyone's mad at me, <laughs> and everyone gets mad at me. I'm sorry. I, I when I think of battles, I just don't think of R and B writers. It's not a battle to me. Battling comes from hip hop, and that's what I'm here for. So then, when I see that RZA and Primo are having a battle on Saturday, and I'm losing my damn mind because I can't wait, they're all going, "Shut up! You said you hate battles." <laughs> no, no, no! This is what I wanted. This was the point. The point was I wanted RZA and Primo. That's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> and I don't care how many people on Twitter tell me I'm wrong and tell me to take the L and tell me to leave. No, I was right. Guess what? That's going to be more enjoyable. As good as the songwriting is, and by the way, Jonte Austin and Neo, brilliant writers, both of them. Neo's a brilliant artist. I heard that battle was incredible. I'm, listen, I'm sure as far as R&B songwriting battles go, it's amazing. And if that's what you live for and you're someone who's like, yo, I'm all about just hearing some good R&B next to each other. If you want to slow dance at your battle, go for it. <laughs> that's totally okay. But RZA so what are you and gonna Premier, do at your battle? You're not going to slow dance. What are you going to do? Well, during what? During the RZA, the RZA and Premier battle. A RZA and Premier, that's a straight Henny in one hand head knock battle. You know what I'm saying? You break your computer during the Rizzo Premier battle. You smash things on the ground. When that incarcerated Scarfaces comes on, there are going to be people being like, this is good, but I'd rather be listening to So Sexy by Neo right now. <laughs> All right, cool. Maybe. Go ahead. I, listen, that's you. I I got my entire career. The only reason I'm here is because of my love of things like ice cream, incarcerated Scarfaces, Wu Gambino, Nas is like in New York State of Mind. So this is what I'm here for. And yes, I will make that same assertion right now. Chris Jericho is on the best run of his career. Commentary wasn't it? Sorry. Well, yeah, and I think that's that's the thing because you brought it. You said it best, right? You're a broadcaster. You know how to present visuals, music, whatever to an audience, right? Chris Jericho is good on the mic. He can do a promo. That doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be great at the announce table, broadcasting and delivering information and translating it to the audience. So the biggest problem with it is the hardest, the, the hardest thing is, is that, um, cutting promos doesn't involve listening and broadcasting involves listening. Like the amount when you're sitting at a table with other people, um, particularly a broadcast booth and, and JR talks about this all the time. Is is how much Dipperstein? You love Jericho. Guess what? Not putting you on the podcast this week. Yeah. Now, now you, you got two by the apologies. Way, yeah. Now you have two apologies. Two he, apologies. He wanted me to call him after. Are you out of your gourd? You are such an AEW stand. That was it was painful. Let, and this is the other thing too. You have Tony Schiavone there. He's there. He's that's that's one of the best things about the show. This is the other thing too. You bring up the hypocrisy and and like the the blatant bias with the smart marks right the same people who are saying and have been saying that wwe needs to shut it down and cut it out with these performance center shows oh, that they're not talking about AEW. Yeah. no AEW, those are the same people in the same breath who will say AEW is doing good under the circumstances the same people who are like wwe is not respecting social distancing and wwe is is making this coronavirus thing Worse, how can they drag they need, they need to work? They need to cancel WrestleMania. I have no issue with AEW surrounding the ring with wrestlers who are not six feet apart to resemble a crowd. And guess what? Those wrestlers don't all live in those towns. Like, they bring them in. They put them up. AEW is going on business as usual. But only one company is being told to shut down. And, like, and listen, now that WrestleMania is done, I'm all for both of them packing it up. And just riding this thing out and seeing what happens, because I, I mean, P, I don't know if you know this. This Corona thing is a shoot. I uh, know uh, it's um, happening. Stone Cold told me. Stone Cold yeah. told me coronavirus is a shoot, and you are one hundred percent correct. Let's just be clear. You know the Brian Mans of the world, who I love, the people who who think that everything WWE does is wrong, and A. Motley saying SGG, stop yourself. No, he's right. The fact is, WWE gets buried for everything they do, right? It, um, I'm sorry, WWE gets buried for everything they do. And AEW, 
Um, by the way, owned by a guy who I think has more money than Vince McMahon. Okay? Yeah. It's a huge company. They are not some little upstart. Look, look at them giving a shot. Okay? Let's be clear. AEW <laughs> right. is not an indie. Just because they hired a bunch of indie people does not make them an indie. They're not. They are a major, major, major company. The only thing that makes them seem indie is that relative to WWE, they seem minor league because the WWE brand is so gigantic. They're not indie. They're a massive company. And guess what? Their leadership is doing the same thing. They're moving on. And guess what? Us as fans, we're all better off for it. We have TV to watch on Monday, on Wednesday, on Friday, etc. I mean, I was going to be all right, man. There's seven seven different versions of Nine Day Fiance. Yeah, exactly. With all your 90 day fiance, you're, you're fine. But, I'm gonna find something. but you're right, man. They, the, the, I do not see the same criticism of AEW at all. One company is being told to shut it down and pack it up and how they're, they're, they're but you follow, you also follow a lot of annoying wrestling people too. I do. And you don't, but have you heard it? You've heard that WWE needs to shut down. Have you heard anything about AEW? No. No. But again, this is, this goes back to what I was just saying about Jericho. I couldn't find one tweet with someone who didn't think he was good. Because what what because everyone who watches that show is full blown in for like we're just here for everything. Whereas WWE, gets, I'm gonna watch it. And it. I'm gonna tweet it. I'm gonna tweet it. They, they, yeah, you'll it, find one. By the way, SGG next next week, SGG, you should hate you should hate tweet at AEW. It'll be made. <laughs> hey, I'll do it. It'll be. I'll I, do it. I can't do it. I can't do it either way. I made it past Takeover, so I have no problem watching AEW and just just giving them the real. Welcome um, to the shoot era. No, I think you'll like, I think you'll find things you well, like. Welcome to the shoot era. Oh yeah, no, of course. I've but said this before too. Like, AEW, the in-ring stuff, I love. But like, the hand-holding and the coddling and all that stuff that comes from, you know, AEW on social media, that's what I'm not here for. So like, bell to bell, they got me hooked. But like, the overrating of everything that happens, Outside of the ring, you mean when, and you even mean, with some of the stuff in in the ring, like yes, like Jericho on commentary. You mean like you, exactly? You mean like jabronis like Dipperstein who were actually putting over Jericho on commentary? In the, yeah. In the first match, he was screaming about who was it, Lance Archer, and he's like, "I legitimately don't know who's gonna win." I was like, "Who yeah. are you? Why did you the all overrating of, sudden... of everything they do is what I'm not here for." Um. Okay. SGG uh, Friday. Do we have any idea on what's gonna happen on SmackDown? No clue. I mean. We we got to get something from Bray Wyatt, right? Definitely at least a Firefly Funhouse segment. Maybe something with Cena. I don't know. Um, probably a Braun Strowman celebration. There, no, there is. We we they they announced there's going to be a women's tag rematch and a Braun Strowman appearance. That I know we okay. have. So you know we're we're in for at least that, and they got to do Firefly Funhouse. They they have to. They can't just let that. Let that sit. Cause like Titus O'Neil said, like nobody knows what they just watched. Everybody knows that it was awesome. But, um, is Gronk it, it needs show some up? unpacking. Is... I hope not. Oh, he has the 24 seven title. He's gonna, he, he'll be back at some point. D- Dipperstein said that he, uh, he wants you to know he's heard that AEW has mage concessions. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, listen, <laughs> Every... if they ever, if they ever caught me some seats, I'll, I'll find out. <sighs> but, um, let me ask you this, Pete. Do you think that we have seen the last Undertaker match and or the last John Cena match in WWE. Want a hot take? Yes. I think it's more likely we've seen the last Cena than the last Undertaker. Welcome to the shoot, Arrow Baby. I think that Undertaker can't leave it alone. He loves it too much. And I also think that he's now figured out a formula. That he can run back. You know, a lot of people were talking about how there could easily be, you could now easily have an Undertaker Sting match. Yeah. Um, and, and different things like that. Whereas Cena can't do a Firefly Funhouse match again. And Cena's last few things he's done have not been memorable. And then he has this moment that was creatively reportedly his. You know, he really was the vision behind this and it was so brilliant. I think there's a chance he walks. I do. And, and can we touch on that too? I mean, how how crazy is that to think, right? Everybody watches that match and they're just like, oh man, who's the mind behind this? And shout out to Cena. They gave him like a, a slight pat on the back for agreeing to do this and like go there. But to think that Cena was the one who drove this and took it there. Yep. That's the word. The word is this was a John Cena operation. That, that's amazing. And he really and really wanted it to be made for Bray. 
and really wanted to go in, and he did. So listen, I'm not saying I actually think Cena's not coming back. I think both of them are coming back. But forced to choose, I think Undertaker might have just figured out a way for him to work a little bit more and, and do something again. Whereas Cena, I think, with how busy he is and how little we've been getting him in general, he might be more okay walking away because we know what Cena's walking away to. He knows what he's walking away to. Yeah. That's the reason he's been gone in the first place. Um, but I'll tell you one thing. Someone just put up the comment, um, Cena will come back to Mania to get squashed next year. There's no point. I really don't want to see him come back and lose yet again at WrestleMania. I mean, now it's getting ridiculous. Yeah, because what? Last year last year wasn't really anything, but the year before that. Yeah, it was squashed to, un- squashed to Undertaker. And then here we are, uh, squ- basically squashed again. Yeah. I no, because, like, I mean, there was no, no, no real offense from anybody in that match until right at the end, and... Although, yeah. although Dip makes the point that it is, it, it is in LA next year. It's in Hollywood. Does Cena have to play a major role next year? I mean, maybe, but then like, do we just bring back everybody with the Hollywood connection? Uh, do we do? I'll tell you what, you know, be Cena, Mage? Hogan, and The Rock in a triple threat match. No, no, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this right now. You know, be Mage. If you do Cena, Hogan, Cena comes out. He's like, now that I'm Hollywood, I'm hosting WrestleMania, blah, blah, blah. Rock music hits. He comes out. He's like, no, 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 hold on. I'm the original. Hogan music hits. He's come out. He's like, no one, no way, brother. I'm the original. Jesse the Body Ventura music hits. Oh. He's the original. Jesse the Body is, is the original. Is. And don't get it twisted. Jesse used to be so mad. I loved it. If you go back and watch, he would always complain about Roddy Piper attempting to go to Hollywood and steal his, yes. what he had done. It would be so funny to have all four of those guys. And it really is. I mean, the truth is, Jesse the Body did legit movies. That happened. He did. Uh, Piper, he was in... Piper would be missing, and the truth is, Hogan's the one who really barely accomplished anything in Hollywood. Yeah, it's true. Like, uh, you know, you take damn near any wrestler of the World Heavyweight Championship and went on to Hollywood, they surpassed Hogan. Even yeah. Batista. You get Batista in there. Oh, but, oh, yeah, Batista too. Batista has. Jesse the Body surpassed Hogan in Hollywood. Cena obvi- obviously had. The Rock obviously has. Um, Piper may be in the same conversation, but I'll tell you what, the movie They Live has at least more like niche kind of cachet than anything yeah, Hogan ever classic. did. Yeah, like Hogan doesn't have, I mean, Suburban Commando? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's not what's hot in the streets. Um, so overall, SGG, I will say this. I think it was, I think they, you got to give props. Mania exceeded expectations. It um, did. Say what you will. You know, Dip will continue to be upset about the crowd, blah, 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 blah. But it exceeded expectations, and I truly, truly enjoyed it. Um, SUG, I'm going to try to get Dip on and see if he'll apologize to you if I bring him on the podcast. Doubt, doubt it. Uh, us. Apologize to us. He owes uh, us. See, now you're trying to drag me apology. in because you think that maybe it'll increase that he makes the apology. He owes uh, us an apology. Um, so, hey, maybe for real, maybe this weekend we'll do a watch at some point. Could you get away from 90 Day Fiance to do that? I should be able to. I got to check the schedule over at TLC, but I should be able to find a couple. Hours yeah, check there. the TLC schedule this week. I want to make sure they're not running any old episodes, and maybe we could choose an old pay per view to watch. That could be fun. All right, perfect. And, and lay, you know, release it for the people. Oh, that's a good thought. And do me a favor, stay mage and enjoy yourself. All right, take it easy. That's SUG, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to bring on Dipperstein, even though I barely want to after his repug statement that he made earlier which was embarrassing and, and hurtful. Um, let's see, first of all, if he's if he's willing to apologize. We have, it looks like they'll probably shut us off here in five minutes. Um, huh? Yeah, I, I, Instagram shuts you off after an hour. You trying to do four questions? You're, yeah. I, I got to tell you something. Your hair right now is repug. <laughs> what is this? I, I've never seen this version of Dipperstein before. Oh I, don't, I don't know what this is. I, I, you know, I've been getting my hair cut like every two weeks because I'm Richard Jace. Yeah, and uh, and now you know I'm. Uh, I don't know what it's like a. It's it's. I don't know what this is. It's stiff. It's dry. I, I'm very confused. There's something going on now. Uh, so, <laughs> are are you willing to apologize to Sakai Greg? <laughs> No, I mean, no, absolutely not. That you're. Why would I apologize? Do you to him? think you were wrong? Was WrestleMania better than you said it would be? By the way, 
Look at this. Gorgeous. Long item. sleeve. It's a gorgeous item. Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the two matches. I didn't really like the Randy and Edge match. I, I thought it was long and boring. And look, I, let me tell you something. You can, you can have a backstage brawl and no one likes a backstage brawl more than me. I need blood. And I know that's never going to happen. But unless there's blood, what's the point? To see them punch and kick and punch and punch and punch. I mean, how many punches could there be? He throws him against a metal item and the item is loud. And then he punches him again. And then they sweat a little bit more. And then they climb up on some elevated thing. And he hits him in the back with a chair. I mean, it's it, these violent matches are not fun anymore because they're not bleeding. You need blood. You want I need blood. blood. 100%. I got to have blood. You got to have blood. I need, I need um, blood. By the way, uh, we, we, we talked a lot through this match. But Rhea and Charlotte was mage. Okay. I think I think you paid attention to Jace, if I'm being honest. I, I paid attention to Jace. I just don't I don't understand. It's just not you could do crazy things. I mean, I think the ladder match was probably mage too, but like it's just look, you give these guys as much credit as I mean, they're going out there. I got only nothing but love for them all doing what they're doing. But it just it doesn't have the same effect without a crowd. They're they're pandering to the air. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. You can't. Let, you, I, you're, you're obsessed with the crowd. You're obsessed. I have to have the crowd. And not only that, I like to be in the crowd for WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, I like I, to. Be in, I want to be in the crowd. So, so so you were just so honestly, you, your review is essentially irrelevant. You were so upset that you weren't there. It, it, it doesn't even count. It's so it's it it's it is you know that me better than anybody. There's nothing that hurts me more than missing WrestleMania week. Nothing. It's awful. It was a horrible experience for me to be watching it on television with I no know. crowd. It was terrible. I know now, and and yet and yet you were in such a deluded, crazed state that you thought Jericho was good on commentary last night. Yeah. <laughs> you need help. You need. He, I, I don't. I don't need help. It, he, I don't need help. He he it's, he didn't he, leave he not, one inch of the matches. He didn't leave one I, inch of air. Not a second. He never I shut know. up. He talked too much. He talked too much. But it's he's funny. He's quick. I like Jericho. No, no. I love Jericho. He's having the most mage run of his career. But I'm sorry. That doesn't just make it good to hear him scream incessantly for 60 minutes straight. I guess I'm thinking, I know. He, I guess I'm thinking about it from the craft of commentary more than him being funny. I'm sure he was then, funny. I'm then sure then he was fine. Funny. It was, but that's fine. But it was, he was like the things that he said were funny. He called Tony Schiavone. He, but he always calls him Tony Schiavone. These are all know, jokes. He, I, these are his gimmicks that he know, wants to nonstop. Hit the top of the page. He's been doing these jokes nonstop for years. I know, and they're know, all very good. It's it's the Jericho gimmick. I'm talking about just the pacing of the actual commentary. He has no clue how it to was, do that. It was psycho. No, but listen, you don't have to back off. And don't say don't be that person. I am that person. I'm a person who talks about wrestling. I tell you when Jericho's major. I'm going to tell you when he sucks. Okay? Don't be that person. I have to just think everything's great. Sorry. And by the way, is he a heel? Because he was putting people over galore. He was putting over Cody. Way, he was putting over Cody He's yelling at people commenting, not at me. Don't worry. <laughs> no, I wouldn't yell at you. Of course, I would. Um, all right, and no, he, but here, they're going to he, cut he, us off in two minutes. At, um, uh, Dipperstein, what else do you have? Really? Instagram lets you do an hour, and then they cut you off. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I look. I think Cena will be back at WrestleMania next year. Okay. I think The Undertaker will probably be back at WrestleMania next year. I think if he does another match like that, it's going to be ridiculous unless it's Sting. I think it needs to be Sting next year. It needs to be Sting next year. That would be that would be. There's nice. nobody else. If you know, if in LA, it's 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 Sting versus Undertaker. Oh my god! <laughs> Badass versus the Crow. Crow Sting. I don't even know what. I don't even know what what what, what would happen. They, they, I would need they, they, would, they would let a crow fly over the stadium. Just one. I don't think anyone's flying from the rafters anymore. I always dreamed of being an agent in Hollywood with the backdrop of watching wrestling all day long. Listen, <laughs> you have accomplished this 100%. Uh, Ted is there. Hey, at Wrestling for Sale, WrestlingForSale.com. Tremendous products on there, by the way. Uh, well, somebody called me diaper stain. Never heard that one before. Schmuck. <laughs> By the way, that that is actually a very, was that Chris Jericho in the chat? That's the guy that, that that's what Jericho would say. Right, yeah, right to your face. All right, Dipperstein, we'll talk later. Um, I want everyone to stay mage and 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 do me a favor and take it easy out there. Stay mage. So again, no apology to Greg. Okay, that'll be the day. That'll be the day. Goodbye.
Uh, by the way, guys, the whole podcast will be up. Uh, go subscribe to Cheap Heat, wherever podcasts are found.